0: Praise the Lord Praise the mighty Jesus Emmanuel Emmanuel I greet you all in the name of the Lord And I welcome you to the arena of liberty Emmanuel God is with me God is with us God is with me God is with us when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death he is with us may his name be praised forever good morning church good morning church good morning church church. Believing in Christ Jesus is our connection, our connection to the throne of God, throne of mercy and grace. I mean the evidence of what we believe is our faith in the finished work of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We believe so we are here. And because we came, we will be blessed for life. We will be healed effectually and be saved for eternity. Let someone say, "Heaven knows I am here." Heaven knows I am here. 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 As children of God, we live in a complex and contradicting world. Where our faith is being challenged every moment. So we should let our hearts be fed and established in the living Word of God, for God's Word is the final authority settling every question I pray we'll be blessed in a special way as we hear and obey this message today in Jesus name amen amen Amen. 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 you may be seated As a child of God your attitude your conduct Cannot change. Until the Holy Spirit gives birth in you. A picture of what he's looking at when he sees you. As children of God, our conduct, our attitude cannot change. Until the Holy Spirit gives birth in us. A picture of what he's looking at when he sees us. And what does he see when he's looking at us? This is a man in the image of God. A man created to succeed, to prosper, and to multiply. He is a man created to think, to plan, and to act with God's project. God Almighty has entrusted to us a treasury. Every man, we are entrusted with a treasury. That is a valuable of life a valuable store of life the heart is the treasury and the world are the things that comes out from the treasury the bible said in the book of Matthew 12 verse 35 that a good man out of the good treasure stored up in his heart brings forth good things so also an evil man Heart of the evil, stored up in his heart, brings forth evil things. It is the character of a good man that out of the good treasure in his heart comes forth good things. Good things like love, faithfulness, kindness, tenderness, wisdom of utterance, power to cancel, and good knowledge. These are the hidden treasures in the heart the law of god has written and kept them there ready for use as you cast the minds you as a child of god bear the image and likeness of your father by being good and doing good knowing that the word you speak the conversation you have with people are part of the talents you are entrusted with there shall be evidence either for or against you on the last day so do you want to speak Ask your neighbor, do you want to speak? Do you want to speak? Pause a while and think of what your usual conversation has always been like. Do your word build others up or pull them down? Do your word bless, saves, and edifies? Above all, do your word glorify God? to look at the scripture in the book of Ephesians. Turn with me to the book of Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, from verse 10 to 18, and I read, Finally be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full arm of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's kings. Fast struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly reign. Therefore, put on the full arm of God, so that when the days of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the bracelet of righteousness in place For the Lord's people. Amen. 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 What an encouragement to us. This is to tell you that your life as a Christian is a warfare. Our lives as children of God is a warfare. And only the serious minded are victorious over this war. The way has been made plain to us. We are never in dark god has never left us in dark even when we feel overwhelming darkness all around he is the god of light and his light shines on all who are called by his name apostle paul enlightens us about wrestling with principalities and powers that be spirit against spirit. as a child of god you must stand armed and the armor is divine is both offensive and defensive for you to stand your ground on the days of evil. And we see that in describing that arm of God, a soldier's picture is brought to our mind as to who we are. Let someone say, I am a Christian soldier. I am a Christian soldier. Say, we are Christian soldiers. Yes, we are Christian soldiers. A soldier must be well-armed and stout hearted You may have never been to a war front before, a battlefield. But I know that every Christian soldier fights the greatest war every moment. And that is the battle that lies in the heart. If you win, you remain a victor. You lose, you become a victim. And nobody wants to lose. No one wants to lose. So what do you do to remain a victor? defines the particulars of this armor of God he talks about the shield the helmet the breastplate he talks about the military belt and shoes that enables them to walk through dangerous paths and swamps and of course the sword all for offensive and defensive purposes with this tool in place a soldier is ready for battle an army is ready for war And so you, as a Christian soldier, what do you need to be ready? What do you need to be prepared? You need a similar tool. Say to someone, I need a similar tool. You need a similar tool. With your belt of truth buckled around your waist, and your bracelet of righteousness in place in your hand, your helmet of salvation right there on your head and your feet well fitted in readiness that comes from the gospel of peace your shield of faith which we use to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god you should be ready yes you should be ready but you must know that our battle is not physical a war is not physical, for our enemies are unseen, so do not sleep, don't sleep, don't quit, never you retreat. Winners are not those who quit, victory is not for those who run away, they are for those who persevere to the end, those who fight to the end. Never you retreat. Because if you turn your back upon the enemy, you lie exposed to danger. Be as wise as the modern soldiers. With your gadgets, you bulletproof here and there. But in all, we must trust in him that is wiser, stronger, and smarter than ourselves. And as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this will bring us to our message today. The Christian way of life. Let someone say the Christian way of life. The Christian way of life. And our proof text shall be taken from the Bible. From the Gospel of Mark. From the Bible in the book of Mark. Mark of Apostles. Mark 14. verse 32 to 41 and I read they went to a place called Gethsemane and Jesus said to his disciples sit here while I pray he took Peter James and John along with him and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death he said to them stay here and keep watch going a little further he fell to the ground and prayed That if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. One more, he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back, he again found them sleeping, because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning the third time, he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough, the hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Amen. Amen. The Christian way of life. It is good for us as children of God to improve our quiet moment for devotion with God. It's good to improve our quiet moment for devotion with God so that when we are alone, we will not be alone, but we will have the Father with us. Improve your quiet moment for devotion with God. So that when you are alone, you will not be alone. But you will have the Father with you. When you count your many blessings, every doubt about God's presence in your life will fly. Begin to count the blessings of God in your life. And every doubt you have about Him in your life will fly away. Where do you start counting? Where do you start counting? You must understand that the counting cannot be done when you are on the wrong it cannot be done when you are caught up in the walls of everyday's activities the counting cannot be done when many voices are calling yelling and competing for your attention which one do you hear most clearly you need a special sanctuary say to somebody i need a special sanctuary You need a special sanctuary Where you can really think and reflect on life and all it brings The moment you realize you don't own your life Your prayer becomes Where does the owner of my life wants me to be today? What does the owner of my life wants me to do today and say "Thou will bring him glory? We are in a spiritual warfare as Christians and in order to obtain victory you need to be spiritually strong for you to obtain victory in this warfare you need to be spiritually strong otherwise you are powerless in the face of Satan armor you are exposed to certain tactics but if we are spiritually strong Truth, we become protections against the evil, the lies of the adversary. I am a child of God, that is the truth. We are children of God, that is the truth. Whatever Satan and its agents might think about that, that truth will become your protection against their lies. We need to be spiritually strong. Then our goodness will become protection against the evil work of Satan. And our love will become protection against the hatred of Satan. In reference to the Bible passage we just read. We must understand that as we pray, we must put three people, three persons in mind. The moment you decide to pray, you must put three persons in mind. That is God to whom you pray. You, the man who prays, and the evil one whom you pray against. When God Almighty say, Come, let us make man in our image. God was not referring to man in the physical sense. He was not referring to man in the physical sense, but one in unity, in one accord with him. We don't pray to influence God. Prayer is not to influence God. He does not need your prayer to move him into action. He it has his ways and will of implementing his will in the universe. Yet, we find it necessary to consult him to ensure that we are acting according to his will. You are acting according to the will of God. That is why you pray. Prayer is a walk. It has a method, principles, and ways. As a walk, it is a wall. It is a wall in which darkness is separated from the light, and the light of God envelops your conversation. Your communication in prayer is imperfect. Unless it's edited it's guided by the Holy Spirit. For our prayer in spirit involves cultivating a relationship with the Holy Spirit and allowing Him to determine what you should pray for and how you should pray because you do not know how to pray. We do not know how to pray. The Bible says that as the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, in our limitations, in our shortcomings, so also intercede for us in our prayers. Two ways that cannot be explained. But in the book of Matthew. 6 verses 7 to 9. We are given an insight. Into prayer. Oh you want to pray. This is what. This is the step you have to follow. And what does it say? It said when you pray. Do not keep babbling. Do not keep babbling like pagans. For they feel or they think. They will be heard by their many ways. Do not be like them. Your father knows what you need before you ask of him. So, I do not know how to pray. It's not a question here. It is not an excuse. I do not know the the, the language God understands. It's not an excuse. All he wants you to do is to come to him in simplicity and humility of heart. As you are. Come to him as you are. We love and trust. Get ready to pray and the spirit takes over. It is not your work. It's not your work. Prayer is a work. It has a of principles and ways. As a work, it is a warfare. Our mind plays an important role in prayer it is a watchman your mind plays an important role in prayer and so therefore it must be made spiritual so that that heart can be at its best for god when you want to pray your mind must be made spiritual so that it can be at its best for god when you praise for when your mind sleeps devil takes advantage of that to strike to attack. Today, if you must have a strong, intelligent prayer life, your mind must be disciplined to become your servant and not your master. It must be trained to become your servant and not your master. And so, watch and pray. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. It is only the spiritual man that can endure. It is the greatest for the flesh to watch. So the disciples sleep. They were resting while the potter prays. I want you to open your Bible to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah 29. Verses 15 and 16. What to those who go to the great depths to hide their plans from the Lord? Who do, who do their work in darkness and think? Who sees us? Who we know? You turn things upside down as if the potter were thought to be like clay. Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, you did not make me. Can the potter say to the potter, you know nothing. Amen. Amen. Today, many believe they can do it alone. And so they don't need God to prosper. They don't need God to succeed. They believe they have power. They have gift. They have talent. Self-sufficiency. Spiritual pride. And so they don't even need God to succeed. They presume upon their own strength, tempting Satan to tempt them. Thus provoking God to leave them to their strength. If we can do it on our own, there will be no basis for faith. There won't be any basis for faith. But you must understand that faith does not ask for possible things. But impossible. Faith does not ask for possible things. But impossible things. So, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said, Father, may this cup pass over me. Yet not my will, but your will be done. God in every areas of our life. You need God to think. You need Him to sleep. You need Him to pray. You need Him in everything. A believer who works in the natural is no match for Satan. Satan lashes at you in those areas you think you are strong. Those areas you think you have arrived, he lashes at you. Uses your situation, your circumstances to tempt you, to derail you, distract you from walking the right path, running the straight race. Who are you? We know what happens in the book of Matthew 4 when your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Himself was tempted with the situation at hand. He was hungry. So he came to him, if, if you are the son of man or you are the son of God, why don't you turn these stones to bread? What a conny man. Satan uses your situation, your circumstances to distract you from running the straight place with God. And so every child of God must beware of the word if. Say to your neighbor, beware of the word if. Say to someone, beware of the word Eve. It is the voice of devil. If you are a child of God, why do you suffer this fate? If you are a child of God, why are you sick? Why are you jobless? Why are you barren? You are a child of God. Why is your children not doing well? I tell you, you may be crushed, but not abandoned. Sorrow may last for the night, but joy will come in the morning. Beware of the word "if." The word "if" is not an expression of doubt as to whether you're a child of God. It is not an expression of doubt as to whether Jesus is the Son of God, but as a challenge to the sonship of Christ. What does he want him to do? Put up after a display of power, I'm a child of God. I'm untouchable this is only one thing to do so that you can get hold of him so that you can accuse him the more and if prayer and watchfulness are not employed many of us cannot stand hunger when we are hungry we can't stand what does it produce many people are furious they are impatient They are angry when they are hungry. And at that state of mind, Satan has great advantage over you. He uses the situation, circumstances to tempt our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the same method is using to tempt you today. But what was his response to him? How did he respond it? Yes, I know I'm hungry. I may be hungry, but I am not desperate for food. So, what will be your response to him today when he comes? The written word of God. Let someone say the written word of God. Say the written word of God. You may be in need of counsel today. May the one that defies God. Not the one that magnifies your, your problems above your cradle. You may be in need of help but not a bet that entangles you with conditions how long do you watch how long can you watch our lord and savior jesus christ asked peter peter simon can't you just watch for me one hour how long can you watch today If the porter recognizes the importance of prayer, importance of prayer, spirit prayer that springs from need, not from emotions, how about you, the clay? That can be fashioned into a vessel of honor or dishonor. We are vessel of honor. Let someone say, I am a vessel of honor. We are vessel of honor for God should be the Christian way of life. For it is the key to lose and to bound. The key to dialogue with God and to make your request known to him. My brethren, in the book of Daniel 6, daily prayer becomes very important. It becomes very important. In fact, when I read that, Part of the scriptures. I appreciate Daniel and his steadfastness to the Lord. But I also think about the king. Yes, I think about the king. Because in verse 14, Daniel 6 verse 14, the Bible said that when the king heard that Daniel still prayed three times to his God, he was distressed. He was troubled. Have you ever asked yourself, why? Why should a king be troubled? Over one who disobeys his decree. But he was worried. And the Bible said he was determined to rescue Daniel. But he could not. And in verse 18, the scripture says that when he returned back to his palace, he could not eat. No entertainments were brought to him as a king. And he could not sleep throughout the night. The Bible didn't tell us he was praying. That was why he could not sleep. No. But he recognized the power of prayer in the life of Daniel. And so the following morning, what did he do? He went out and called out to him. Daniel, the servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to rescue you As your God, whom you serve continually, being able to rescue you? Let someone say continually. Continually. Not occasionally. That is the testimony. And that should be our testimony in Jesus' name.
1: Not knowing how we'll get through this test, but holding on to faith you know best, and nothing can catch you but surprise, you've got this figured out and you're watching us now.
0: Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise our God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He will always make a way for us in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says where there seems to be no way, Christ make way for his people in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You may have your seat. Amen. Amen. Prayer makes the difference in what happens to us in life. It makes much difference in what happens to you in life. Moses conversed with God and he interceded for his people. They were saved. They were healed. And they were delivered. God Almighty worked miracles. Miracles. Through the prayers of Elijah and Elisha, Anna prayed, and her heart desires was granted. T.B. Joshua prayed; heaven opens and chains were broken. <laughs> Paul and Silas prayed; the chains. The shackles in their feet and arms were loosed, and the prison door opened. Victory does not come by accident, it is you having the right weapon, the right weapon to fight the battle. And the greatest weapon is prayer, spirit prayer. Prayer should be the Christian way of life. A prayerless Christian is a fruitless Christian. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ prayed at every occasion. And after watching him pray, the disciple asked him to teach them how to pray. But they do not know how to pray. We don't know how to pray. intercede for us as we pray with words that cannot be explained. Meaning human hand cannot be employed to do that. Prayer is a spiritual warfare in which your mind must be trained to become your servant and not your master. Remember, you don't pray to influence God. but you pray to ensure that you are acting according to his will. My brethren, God in sincerity and humility of heart as you are just as you are love him trust him then allow the Holy Spirit to do his work because it is not your work prayer is not your work today the Lord's prayer is a tradition to us asking a little baby in your house recite the Lord's prayer And all you hear is this. Our Father in heaven, I love you. What does it really mean to you? What does it mean to us? I want us to go to the Bible in the book of Matthew. (laughs) Turn with me to the book of Matthew 6. From verses 9 to 13. And we are going to read together. Are you ready? Matthew 6, from verse 9 to 13. We are reading together. Then, this then is how you should pray. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil ones. Amen. 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 What does it mean to you? The Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. My Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What does it mean to you? Not the Father on earth, but the one in heaven. But even as he is in heaven, he watches over us. Let someone say, he watches over me. Let somebody say, he watches over me. Yes, God watches over us. The power of the Lord's prayer is not in the words, like we've just read. But rather in the pattern of thinking in which your mind are formed. So the Bible says in the book of Romans 12, verse 2, it says, Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When your thought flows in the channel of the Lord's Prayer, your mind will become new and you'll be renewed. And so my people, people of God, we must understand that there will be no genuine communication or communion without two people being in agreement. There can never be a genuine communication or communion unless two people agree. And that is you and God. If you act on God's word today, you are acting in unison with Him. You are acting in oneness with Him. It means you and God are moving together. You and God are walking together. You and God are lifting the load together. You and God are facing trials. Situations persecutions together and if you are with god you are majority over them. we with god are majority over the work of devil and so my brethren i pray that the promises of god to our lives will come to fulfillment as we trust love and obey him today in jesus name I leave you in faith, and I pray to meet you in faith, in Jesus' name, be blessed.